0: And we are back, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right, switching gears, totally switching gears, moving, I'm, I'm skipping over number two on the triple dipper, I'm going straight to number three. Before I do that, though, I got to tell you, it's, it's Friday afternoon, it's almost go home time, you, you got tomorrow morning is, is a Saturday, it looks like it's going to be a good weather weekend, you know, kind of crisp and not cold, but crisp. Although it was in the 20s when I woke up this morning, maybe this maybe tomorrow morning's the morning you think, okay, I'm getting up in the morning and I'm doing something special for breakfast, but I'm not going to destroy the kitchen. Just Love Coffee Cafe. So Just Love Coffee Cafe, two locations in our listening area, one on Hughes Road in Madison, the other on South Parkway in Huntsville. They got some breakfast, man. I'm talking about go down there and get you some fancy coffee. Charlene calls it the treat coffees, like the cappuccinos, the lattes, the espressos. Or you can just have them grind the beans fresh and make you a steaming cup of black, light roast, medium or dark roast. But they've also got like the womlet, the giant omelet cooked in a waffle iron, filled with everything in the world to include tater tots. Mm. They've got waffles. They got eggs. They got all the stuff, man. I'm just telling you, it's different than usual, too. It's not like Waffle House or something else you get in the drive through. It's going to be different. All of those have their place, but Just Love Coffee Cafe has its own place. So check them out. Saturday morning might be your time. Go enjoy it and then head out and do a great day. Just Love Coffee Cafe, two locations, one on Hughes Road in Madison, the other on South Parkway in Huntsville. And please do me the favor of telling them you heard about it on Right Side Radio. Um, All right, Boomer, what's your least favorite word in the world?
1: Uh, I don't know. I I was. Once you said that, I was like, ah, I have to figure this out because the word that gives you the heebie-jeebies—the one you don't like—the one that I don't like. Ah, I, now, you, see, I you, just keep going to the fact of I know the words that my
0: wife doesn't like. So <laughs> <laughs> I, don't say those words. Don't say those words. So okay, so uh, g- give me a word that she doesn't like, and I bet I bet it's gonna be one that's on everybody else's list. Uh, the, Let me what? guess. I'm gonna guess. Yeah. Moist. Yeah. Oh that's my it. gosh. That's it. I, so I had a friend of mine that hated that word. Hated it. <laughs> really? He, he wanted to know what my word was and I wasn't gonna tell him. <laughs> and I finally said, All right, fine. For some reason I've never I hate to say it. I'm gonna say it. Everybody's gonna text it to me. It's gonna be awful. I hate the I hate the word soil. Oh jeez. Really? I don't know why. Huh. It's just it's just it's just a word that just like comes out like sandpaper on the tongue. So, all right, so what do you do with words you don't like? All right, so so here, here's my question for you there, Boom Shekaleka. All right, all right, I'm ready. What do you do with words you don't like?
1: Um, Just... Find a better word? You just find a better word. You just don't say them. I mean, but how can you make other people not say them? Okay,
0: what a great segue <laughs> to my point. You, that was not planned. That wasn't planned but but honest, at all, because I, <laughs> I didn't know where you you're going with it. <laughs> so, how about this... What, why, why is it that liberals are constantly on the, 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 the war path to change our dialogue, to, to literally d- to, to remove things from the lexicon of American culture and tell us that we can no longer say certain words because they are now deemed offensive or trigger words? So, okay, fine. I don't like that word that I'm not going to say again. That, <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I, I'm not going to go out there and tell everybody in the world they can't say it. Right. Okay, it, it, part of that is just because I get it, I'm a grown-up, I recognize people may not like the word I like or vice versa, but that's just the way it is. That's life. Not so with the, the liberal move to realign the English language. Like, for instance, I've <laughs> I'm so I'm excited to see what this is. Like, it's trigger words.
1: It's all these trigger it's words. It's all these trigger
0: words. That like, we're
1: not allowed to say anymore, correct?
0: Apparently, you can't use the word mummy in England. <laughs> it, really? I just mummy. I don't know how to. Sc- anyway, Fox News has a story that came out two days ago. Oh, now take oh, it back. Man. It came out today. UK museums shy away from using mummy to describe ancient Egyptian remains because it's dehumanizing. Poor mummies. They've got nothing else to do. They, <laughs> These are first world problems, I'm telling you. Wow. So the National Museums of Scotland in Edinburgh and the Great Northern Museum uh, in Newcastle have decided to avoid using the term mummy, preferring to use mummified remains.
1: Oh, I was about to ask what they're going to you know, say for mummies. I don't, I don't know. Mummified remains. Hey, that guy that was wrapped a long time ago.
0: Now, it is weird <laughs> that in England they call mother's mum or mummy. That's, oh, I mean, that's, right. So I thought at first it was heading down that road. No, no, no. It's just because it's dehumanizing. <laughs> it's considered politically incorrect. It's considered to be somewhat of a slanderous term now, to use mummy. Mummy is not incorrect, but it is dehumanizing, they say, whereas using the term mummified person encourages our visitors to think of the actual individual. We don't give a rat's well, hind I, end about the individual. They are gone. They're done. They're done Baked. <laughs> yes, they are, they are wrapped in toilet paper for the last 2,000 years. Why do we care? I mean, so, and by the way, we know it's a person. We're not, we get it. We're not, we're, we're not sitting there mocking them, but this is not a big deal. And yet they're making it a big deal. So yeah, in a whole blog, uh, the great Northern Museum's assistant keeper of archaeology, Joe Anderson explained that the language change is necessary. And it relates especially to one particular ancient woman who's been on display named Ertu, I don't know how they knew her name, Ertu. Um <laughs> We're going to come back. i got a whole segment here on words we're not allowed to use and what happens when they change the language, how confusing it can get. Just tell me what to say. And then, by the way, I'll tell you what I'm going to say. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Covering down on some ground across the great state of Alabama. I'm talking about we are way down south of Birmingham, up north of Huntsville, Tuscaloosa, back to gas parts of Georgia, Tennessee, and Mississippi. All thrown in just for good measure. Um, hey, folks, listen, before I go any further, one of our, our, our original sponsors, ZLA Solutions, they've been with us since the beginning of this show. ZLA Solutions is doing amazing work at putting people and jobs together. And so, listen, if you're looking for a job yourself, you can go on their website, ZLAUSA.com. They've got jobs posted all over North Alabama. they got a new thing going on right now. They are hiring for high-tech jobs in the Huntsville area in a new facility that many of you will probably know what I'm talking about when I say a new facility that is being built. Uh, It's a brick-and-mortar job, so you will show up to work, but it's high-paying, white-collar tech jobs, Zla Solutions. They've got them on their website right now. You can see them, and these are are big-time jobs. So ZLA Solutions, they can hire everything from a full shift of people, onesies and twosies with niche skills, white collar, blue collar, red collar, no collar, don't matter. I'm just saying, they can do all of it, and they're good at it. That's why they've had the biggest year they've ever had. So check them out. Jobs, they can fill them. ZLA Solutions at ZLAUSA.com. All right, Boomer, back to the Word Talk. You ready? Oh yeah. Okay. So, were there words, not cuss words, but were there words that, like, in your household growing up, or maybe raising your own kids now, that certain words were we don't use that word in this house. Did, did, oh, oh, absolutely. Like, yeah, did it come to mind right away. Oh well,
1: you don't say. You don't talk back. You don't say no. Oh, okay, all right. I mean, that was the main word. That exactly
0: like I tell my little boy. <laughs> how do they learn that word? I don't know, but they, <laughs> but they know it pretty quick. They know it so no. fast. You know what was funny is my daughter when she was little, she 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 learned the word please and thought it was a magic word. Didn't matter how you said it, mm. and she would look at us and go please, and we go no no no, darling please. We no oh, no darling please. And she'd scream it like the word itself unlocked things. But <laughs> uh, the sentiment mattered. But no, we we had uh, we were not allowed to say shut up. Oh, yeah. That was a big one. Uh, that, was, that, didn't, that didn't happen in the house. And when you did, you had to apologize because it was like saying, you're saying something that no one else wants to hear, and you don't mean anything, so you shut up. Mm. Um, and that, so that was not allowed. And the other one was fair. So that would happen. Dad, it's not fair. We don't use that word in this house. Fair. Life's not fair. Mm. Uh, let's let's figure out how to work through this. We're supposed to talk about fair. So that's that's that's, that's for that's for participation trophy people. Oh.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> snowflakes. I, I get you when I said snowflakes.
0: That. <laughs> so what happens though when um, in the in the word games, what happens when they go to court and they have to deal with pronouns now?
1: Oh, boy.
0: I am not kidding you. So I've got a story here. This came out in November, just a couple months ago. This one came off of National Review. Ed Whalen, National Review, did this story about a, a prosecutor who was apparently um, admonished by a California appellate court for misgendering the accused. Misgendering. Misgendering the accused. Let me make sure you understand what's going on. So Jasmine identified as a female, led the police on a dangerous chase in her car and continued to do so, identifying as a female, through the commencement of her prosecution until time for trial, when Jasmine switched back to being a male. So now you're in court not knowing what to do because you got a, a dude who says he's a chick, who was arrested claiming to be a chick and all the records say is a chick, but now comes to court and wants to be identified as a male. And the you can tell the lawyer didn't, the prosecutor didn't know what to do and got admonished by the court for misgendering. Wow. I kid you not. So here's, here's a, they gave an example of how this could go. They said, let's think about what this rule means. A man is on trial for rape. He identified as a male at the time of the alleged rape, and anyone looking at him would perceive him to be a man. But he says that he now identifies as a female. So the prosecutor is supposed to refer to him with feminine pronouns throughout the trial, including in questioning the witnesses. Things like this. Now, Miss Witness, tell me what happened next. Well, I looked behind me and saw a man approaching. What does she look like? Well, he looked exactly like him. What was she wearing? Well, he had on shorts and. Her, you see That's what I'm saying? That's so
1: confusing.
0: It's ridiculous. It's, it's just stop.
1: Like with that, okay in the court of law with all these now pronouns and stuff. Yeah. Is that something that could be, I see, I'm not familiar with all the the law stuff. Is that something that could be mistrialized?
0: Or What's it called? Uh, like create a mistrial? Yeah, a mistrial. Or, or, or something that's appealable? Because,
1: because it's, it's so confusing of, or it's written down wrong or the jury just got it wrong because they're, well, and, and did it, did, <laughs> I don't did, know. Well, and
0: did it in some way, uh, uh, you know, uh, prejudice the jury? Who knows? Right. Um, but it depends on the law of, the, of that area. Okay. The, the jurisdictional requirements are going to matter. Um, in Alabama, I don't think you have a problem with it. In California, apparently so. Oh, my goodness. How about this? You know what dead naming is? Dead naming, naming a, the dead. It's a big deal, dude.
1: You what is it? Dead naming is is that accurate? Naming the dead.
0: Don't don't call, don't call the trans person by their original name because that's not their name anymore. You're dead naming them. What? TikTok has banned dead naming. I kid you not. TikTok wow. story on NBC. NBC, Phil. You went to NBC. I, saw I did. Story came out in February of last year, eleven months ago. The social media giant TikTok explicitly banned certain types of anti-LGBTQ content, such as deadnaming, which is considered using a transgender person's pre-transition name, and or misgendering. Well, I got to ask the question, did they ever legally change their name? Because if your birth certificate says your name is John, no offense to John from Huntsville, if your birth certificate says your name is John and now you want to be Jane, have you legally changed your name? Because if you haven't, then the, the, why the heck do I care? Now you can nickname yourself Jane all you want to, but I get in trouble for dead naming you because I called you by the name I've known you as for 20 years. I, I don't think so, but that's a thing, and this is what happens when you play word games. That's why we're in this whole segment right now. We're, by the way, it's going to get it's going to get deeper here in a minute, because the, the Associated Press came out now. And is concerned about people using the and, and and it it gets to the point of have I got a caller on the line? I'd you got a go, call her on the let line. Me, let me quit. I, I was, and I, just a real quick thing on dead name I'm gonna. Oh, oh good. <laughs> let me let me quickly run to that. Was that Brian? Oh, Brian yeah. from Huntsville. How are you doing, brother? Mighty
1: fine. It's been pleasant to listen to y'all today. Well, thank you, sir. Dead naming. Dead naming is simply reading off a list of our Democratic voters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have a good one, Bye y'all. <laughs> ah.
0: Oh, uh. okay. Brian zinged <laughs> that one. Have you got? A, have you got applause for that one? It, it, oh, we it got that. The, the applause. audience needs to know. Yes. Yes. It's, thank you, Brian from Huntsville. Thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. In the area all day. Um, okay. All right, Boomer. I'm ready. You, you and I—we're not reporters per se. We we report some things, but we're not reporters. Correct. All right. So we've never had to worry about the Associated Press's style book. No. Which is not about how you do your hair. It's not your quaff. It's not your quaff. Not right. my quaff. Your quaff. We're not worrying about your quaff. All right. Uh, what we're talking about here is how you write and what terms you use and what terms are more appropriate and how best grammar should be used and yada yada yada. Well, the AP style book just came out. This story is dated. Today, Fox News, the Associated Press's style book was once again mocked on social media after its latest suggestion to do away with terms involving the word the because they dehumanize people. So, OK, if, if people could see the camera right now, they'd see me rubbing my face. <laughs> yes. The, they say, and this, this, and this gets funny, too. Here's the phrase or the, or the quote. We recommend avoiding general and often dehumanizing the labels, such as the poor, the mentally ill, the French, the disabled, the I still no one knows why the French are in there.
1: <laughs> the French.
0: Why why did they do that? They went to the poor, the mentally able, the disabled, and the French. I don't know why that was what I had to step aside and go. What did the did the French guys make them mad? What happened?
1: <laughs> but you can't
0: use the because the is somehow dehumanizing. It lumps people into a grouping. It it, it, it swarms them. It says and and so, yeah, they got some blowback. A Washington Post uh, columnist uh, said the people experiencing journalism with AP have their work cut out for them. <laughs> uh, a guy over at Red, or a lady over at Red State says the AP is run by children. And everybody wants to know why they included the French <laughs> in the example. <laughs> God, God, The French. God save the French. Um, all right. Continuing wow. with this. I don't know which one I want here. Michigan State University. Which one do you want? Michigan State or Brandeis College? Let's do Brandeis.
1: Brandeis. Okay.
0: Brandeis. Does anybody go to Brandeis? Apparently they do. So at Brandeis, <laughs> story in the New York Post, Brandeis University which I believe is up in, I'll look it up later. Anyway, students and faculty at Brandeis University are being urged to stop using words and phrases like picnic, trigger warning, and rule of thumb, because of what a campus counseling service calls their links to violence and power to reinforce systems of oppression. Well, by God, when you put that picnic basket together and gave it to Yogi Bear, you had no idea you were systemically oppressing that bear. I know. Bear, bear with me. Bear with me. So that was... A, <laughs> <pisses> a compendium of... A... <laughs> I'm, I'm losing it over this whole segment. A compendium of a potentially oppressive language posted on the school's website by its Prevention, Advocacy, and Resource Center lists all kinds of loads of gender-exclusive, and ableist, and culturally-appropriative terminology that can get in the way of meaningful dialogue. And the oppressive language list is put out by the students... Oh
1: God. This is they put it out by the sea. These, these are the snowflakes student.
0: you were talking about.
1: Oh man.
0: So first of all, you don't use picnics because it says it says that picnics are associated with the lynchings of black people in the United States in which white spectators are said to have been watched while they enjoyed eating.
1: So where do they get this?
0: This is what happens when snowflakes are given the power to set the tone for words.
1: Wow. How about I mean, rule
0: of thumb? rule of thumb can be replaced with just saying the general rule is because the rule of thumb means allegedly it comes from an old british law that allowed men to beat their wives with a stick as long as the stick was no wider than their thumb did you i mean what the for the how many people I don't know, yes what i mean i and rule we can't, of thumb
1: that never ever crossed my mind and we
0: can't say trigger warning anymore even though that's apparently what they live for we can't say trigger warning you know why. It intones gun violence. Mm. Pulling the trigger. These people are going to get their degree in underwater basket weaving and go out in the world and get nothing done. I'm just going to tell you right now. Nothing. But I nothing. made up
1: these words that you're not supposed to hey, here, say.
0: Here's a trigger warning for you. I'm going on a picnic. How do you like me now? <laughs> Take me to a break, brother. We'll do it right now. We're coming right back for the last sections, the last moments, the last trigger words of the day. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. And we are back, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid conservative, and just plain right boomer. Look at the screen; they're talking about don't say the French. That was right there on the screen to the right. They just finished saying it. They're, they're really? literally. Oh I, I my think, goodness! I think the five listens to our show to talk about what to say next because they were just doing that right there on the screen. <laughs> hey, folks! Before you go any further, I got to tell you, uh, my friends, and they are indeed my friends at Riley and Jackson Law Firm, are doing an amazing job. They got decades of experience at, at helping people to be made whole. Uh, due to the negligence of others, not the least of which is they've been working, they got like five lawyers working on this Camp Lejeune water contamination case, which I understand has a time limit on it, and there's a, uh, a, a still an open window for that. If you were ever at Camp Lejeune between 1953 1987, big spread there, you may have been a service member, a, a contractor, a, a dependent family member, doesn't matter. You may have been exposed to what has been confirmed to be contaminated water. And Riley and Jackson can assess it over the phone. They can tell you whether you may or may not have a claim and literally get you, you know, on board. They won't charge you for the phone call. They don't get paid unless you get paid. Here's the thing. They're based in Birmingham, but they work statewide. And they are doing this stuff right now. And, and I, I know these folks personally. We've worked on issues. We've worked on cases. They're the kind of firm that I would like to say is not just right on the law. They're also right on the issues and the politics, if you know what I mean. So here's their number. Are you ready? 205 879 5000. That's Riley and Jackson, 205 879 5000. Please do me the favor of telling them you heard about it on the right side. Um, hey, here's that thing I got to do too. No representation made of the quality of the service before it was great of the quality of the service before it was the lawyers. That was a good one.
1: That was good. I'm uh, sure we're going to get the time over here
0: from, <laughs> from yeah, some of our listeners time yep. me when I do it. All right. Hey, back to the, uh, the final portion here of, um, apparently it's word games. It's, it's things you can't, so Boomer, uh, you may be, uh, interested to know that at Stanford university oh, with, with just, you know, an amazing reputation as an educational institution.
1: Oh, okay. Sure. Sure.
0: Yeah. Stanford <laughs> university has recently published its harmful language initiative.
1: Uh, you can't say these words at Stanford. All oh, right, let's
0: hear it. I mean, first of all, don't you stop, stop, saying <laughs> stop saying American. Stop saying American. Stop Uh, American tends to uh, slight the rest of the Americas, and so it's better to go ahead and just say U.S. citizen as opposed to you're an American.
1: No, I'm American. America. (laughs) I'm American. America. America.
0: That's right. Uh, Immigrant's out. Don't say immigrant. Uh, It's better to say a person who has immigrated. Illegal immigrated people. Uh, How about that? (laughs) You can't master your subject at Stanford any longer either. Don't master things. We, we don't. If I don't know what to do about master's degrees, but you can't. I was just about to
1: say what about masters? I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't know. But that that historically intones slavery. Oh, so man. you cannot say that you've mastered a topic or gotten a master's degree. Uh, and don't you dare design a blind study while you're there. Don't do it. Just just stop, please.
1: You know when I, when I was doing real estate, they told me I couldn't say the master room bedroom. I've heard that. You really were told that? I was told that. I said, uh, no, I'm
0: going to still say master's be- the master bedroom. <laughs> master bath. <laughs> the yeah. master bath. Here, here's one for you. Gangbusters. You can't do gangbusters. Gang. Well, that invokes the notion of police action against gangs in a positive light, which actually is, is not good because, you know, the police are always evil when it comes to gangs. Gangbusters is out. Gangbusters. Well, that was Stanford. Then there's Michigan State. Michigan, Michigan State. State. National Review has a piece on Michigan State from actually a couple of years ago. They had not just a little bit. They have an entire inclusive and culturally sensitive service to residents and guests uh, list of things you can and cannot say. Like, for instance, you don't say but. Not B-U-T-T. <laughs> just B-U-T. But she replace with and. Why? They don't even know. What? You can't say I apologize. You need to say it's more appropriate to say I'm truly sorry. You can't you can't using use the word triggers. You have to use calmers. These are calmers. We're dealing with calmers, not triggers. Whoa. And if you're saying no problem, don't say no problem. That leads the customer to believe that they could be the problem or that they never even see a problem. It's no, just just don't do that. Just just say. And by the way, don't say it's our policy, boomer.
1: <laughs> don't say that. Don't say it's That's our policy. Really what you need to horrible. say is here's
0: what we can do. That's more important than saying well our policy is. What you say is here's what here's what we can do. <laughs> These are called calmers. Calmers. They calm the person. Here, let me let me let me help you with a sentence. You ready? Oh, please. It's our policy to have picnics with friends who use real pronouns and especially if they are among the French, but we will master the use of going gangbusters on trigger words. <laughs> <laughs> moist, moist, moist. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh! Say all the words. These are first. Say folk, them all. These are first world problems. First world problem. What
1: are they going to do at these schools when people just write it in their papers? Are they going
0: to give them a bad I grade? I don't know. They're I not going to. They're so, not going to
1: pass. So if they're you gonna if, fail.
0: if you yeah. <laughs> so you pay good money to get their a master's degree, and then when you tell them, I'm so excited about master's degree. Hey 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 hey. hey. They're
1: going to soon say I can't fail because fail includes a failure. Oh oh hey.
0: Oh. Here's your participation trophy. My, I'm gonna get thank, my snowflake trophy. Thank you for showing up. Yeah. All right, you guys. Listen, what an amazing, what an amazing day. Hey, uh, by the way, uh, some of y'all have already asked again uh, that um, that website, Boomer. What was that oh, uh, for for Officer Darby? Do you have that again? I don't have it with me right in front of me right now. Um, but yeah, that wow. was an amazing segment. And uh, and think about whether you might want to support. Yes. You guys have an amazing weekend. We'll be back here on Monday, 2 o'clock. We'll see you then. Standwithdarby.com. Standwithdarby.com. a ruffian.